Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hey, y'all, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, Lord. 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 My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. 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 My worship is for you. My worship is for you. Yeah. 
My God. My Lord. I hope you made it personal this morning. I hope you made it personal this morning. My God. I hope you made it personal. I hope you made it personal this morning. Too, too much. Now, to worship him. My God, that's that's the that's um that's what was in my spirit all morning. I've been way through way too much. I've been through way too much. I've been through way too much not to worship Him. My God, I've been through way too much. I've been through way too much. My God, thank you, 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 thank you. Make it personal this morning. Make it personal. Make it home in on what he's done for you. My God. Not <laughs> to worship him. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. I've been through way too much not to worship him. I've been through way too much not to give him the glory. I've been through way too much not to honor him where he is due. He is due all the honor. He is due all the glory. He is due all the praise. Lord God, we magnify you. Lord God, we glorify you. Lord God, I've been through too much not to worship him my god i thank you for jesus i thank you for the holy spirit i thank you father god that we are finding our rhythm in you this morning that we abandon ourselves before you my god that you are our strength my god that you are our reasonable portion my god my god my god my god i've been through too much i've been through too much my God, that we encounter you this morning, Lord God, like never before. Oh, ancient of days. Oh, ancient of days. My God, the beginning the and the supreme ruler, the one true God. My God, the master of this universe, heaven and earth, Father God. My God, it all fall before you, Lord God. The angels bow and worship you, Lord God. For holy, 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 holy is he, 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 Father God. I thank you. 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 I bless you. I praise you. I glorify you. I magnify you. I've been through too much. Nah, I got to to worship you, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Holy, 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 holy. Holy is he. Hallelujah. That's it. Can you just raise a hallelujah? Can you type hallelujah in the comments? Can you bless his name this morning? I've been through too much not to worship him. My God. Thank you. 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 I just got a mental image of how he has picked me up in his arms and how he has held me close and how he has protected me and how well he has loved me. 
and how he has never forgotten me nor forsaken me and how he has been with me and how intentional, girl, how intentional he has been with me. My God, I just got the image of that, of him being with me, of him carrying me in times when I could not carry myself and him protecting me even in my foolishness and him making my mistakes prosper and him going before me and him being my rear guard. Like I just got this image of God walking with me and being with me. My God. And the word of God tells me he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He'll never leave you, Cassandra. He'll never forsake you, Luanda. He'll never leave you, Shannon. He'll never forsake you, Shannon. He'll never leave you, Lakeisha. He'll never forsake you, Lakeisha. He'll never leave you, Nay. He'll never forsake you, Malisha. He'll never leave you, Kim. He'll never forsake you, Gwen. He'll never leave you. My God, when we get an image that he is with us, and that he will never leave us and he'll never forsake us no matter the storm, no matter the situation, no matter the problem, no matter the issue. When you get that revelation, when you understand that if God is for you, that if you, you get that, like if you really get that revelation, worry, you won't be like a wave tossed to and fro. You won't be like a wave. You'll be solid the circumstance. You'll become solid the situation. You, it won't matter what is being presented in you because you know God is with you. My God, he's with you in the valley. He's with you in the mountaintop. He's with you in the sickness. He's with you in the disease. He's with you in the marriage. He's with you in the divorce. He's with you with the babies. He's with you when you lose the babies. Like you got to get a mental image. My God, you got to get a mental image. You got to get a mental image. You got to get a mental image so that you won't be like waves tossed to and fro. You got to get a mental image. You, you got to. Um, I remember there was a very significant time in our life, and this was before Judah was born. I was pregnant. I think I was about 15 weeks pregnant, and um, I had started some spotting, but never in my life had I thought I would lose a baby. Never, never in my life would I thought I had, I would have ever thought I would have lost a baby. And um, I remember we were headed to church that morning and um, I started feeling some light cramping and I was headed to, uh, we were headed, we were headed further down, um, further down the highway because we went to church in Pine Bluff. And as we are headed further down the highway, the pain is intense. Like my body, like my body is going into some sort of labor. The pain was so intense. The pain was so overwhelming. Like the pain was so, it was just, I'm not going to get too graphic, but it was just horrible. And so my husband flipped the car around and I was crying and the kids were crying. And I remember I got to the emergency room and um, I just was laying there and I'm just going to be honest, I was devastated and we lost the baby. And after we lost the baby. After we were home, I remember my husband said, I could see you checking out. 
Like I could see you checking out. Like, and my uncle had told him, he said, don't let her check out. Don't, don't let her go into a dark place. And I remember we were children's and youth pastors at the time and we had scheduled um, an event. And I remember um, as we scheduled the event, he had to leave and take the youth to Houston. And he was like, are you going to be okay? And I said, I promise I'm going to be okay. I promise I'm going to be okay. And so the two youngest kids couldn't go and they just kind of stayed home with me and we were at home and I remember I was just kind of sitting in the house and I was sitting on the couch and it was dark and I was just kind of sitting there and the kids were watching TV and I just felt I felt the presence of the Lord like I felt the presence of the Lord I felt the power of I felt the power of the Lord because at first I'm going to tell you I was I was I was so I was my heart was broken I had already named this baby I'm like this is going to be my little girl I had given her a name I had been confessing over her and I'm just telling you I felt but I when I tell you when I, I can see it now I was sitting on the couch I was sitting on the couch and it was not until I was sitting in this one particular place and I know that God just wrapped me in his arms. Like I know that God just wrapped me in his arms and I wanted to share that with you to let you know that there is no circumstance. There is no situation. There is nothing that God you have not been through that God is not with you, that if God is not with you, there is no circumstance, there is no situation in which he is not with you. There is not, there is not, even in that moment there, he met me there. I felt that I flashed back to that moment when it felt like he sat on the couch with me, when it felt like he was with me, when it felt like he overwhelmed and consumed me. So even even though my heart was broken, even though it looked like my desire was not being fulfilled, my God, even though it looked like my desire was not being fulfilled, my God, the hand of God was still with me and I felt him become the lifter of my head and he will be the lifter of your head too. He will be the lifter of your head. He will be your strength. He will be your reasonable proportion when you are in your worst moment. Yes, there's nothing, Nisi, that you haven't been through that God can't see you through. That's why it's so important for us to learn him as the good shepherd. That's why it's so important for him to learn him, learn how intentional he was how when we've ever even been through the storms, he's been with us. Let me read this scripture, Ephesians 4 and 14, right? This this is why the resolve, yeah, I got to, that's good, Shannon. I got to know him as comforter that day, right? I got to know him as comforter that day. I got to know him that at comforter. I got to, I got to experience him as comforter. Ephesians 4, 14 says, then we will no longer be infants, right? We will no longer be infants. We know we'll no longer be infants tossed about by the waves and carried by around by every wind of teaching, by the clever cunning of men and their deceitful scheming. Anytime we don't think God is with us, anytime we think our circumstance or our situation is bigger than God, it's because we don't have a resolve that no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation that God is with us, right? No matter, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation that God God is with us. So we have to get the resolve. You know what? Even in my trials, even in my tests, even when I'm overwhelmed, 
even when I'm bound, even when I'm, um, my money is low, whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation, even when I'm sick, whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation is, God is with us. Like God is, God is with us. God goes before us. God sees us. God knows us. And I know sometimes people are, will contact me and say, I'm trying to make sense of this. You know, I'm mad at God. And I'm like, and I, I don't understand how God allowed this to happen. Well, we have an enemy as well. We have an, we have an enemy as well, right? But the thing that I know is God will redeem. <laughs> the thing that I know is God will redeem. And for me, my redemption came in the form of Judah. <laughs> and, and for me, my redemption came a couple years later and his name is Judah <laughs> and he is a praise and he is grace and he is glory and he is love and he is strong and he is mighty. He is amazing. And so my redemption came and the redemption came in the form and his name is Judah. His name is Judah and I could not ask. I cannot ask for a better, I could not ask for a better redemption than my redemption being Judah. I could not ask for a better redemption than my redemption being Judah. So I just want to, I felt impressed to share that with you today. I pray that that ministers to your spirit and ministers to your heart and that you understand. You, yeah, if you, you understand, yeah, and Judah, Judah is mighty and he's Judah Michael and he is strong and he is confident and he is loving and he is grace and his name means praise. He is praise and he is just that. He is praise. So God does restore. God does redeem. God is with us, right? God gave me a double portion of any kid that I could have in Judah Michael. I promise you he did. That's the kind of God. Let me read something over you and then I want to get into a little bit of scripture today. I'm going to anoint Father God in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that we buy the eye salve this morning, that you give us ears to hear, that we remain steadfast and movable and abide in your word. Father God, strengthen these vocal cords. Strengthen these vocal cords, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that I will only say what you say. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the lifter of our heads, Lord God. And if you be lifted up, Jesus, 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 all men will be drawn unto you. I thank you. There is no circumstance. There is no situation. Um, there is no circumstance or no situation that God can't see us through. I thank you for how, yeah, how amazing you are. I thank you for your power being evidence in this devotional. My God, I thank you, Father God, you are harvesting souls this morning. Everybody that's supposed to be connected to this ministry, this devotional. I thank you, Lord God, they're coming in from the north, south, east, and west. My God. God, bring the harvest in. Bring the souls in. We thank you, Lord God, that we're able to get the gospel throughout the world. We dedicate this devotional to you this morning. We dedicate this time to you this morning. We set this time apart for you this morning. We thank you, Father God. Minister in spirits. Minister to your people today. Go out before us, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Bring the harvest in. My God. God, increase us in our gifts. Stir, stir us up, Father God. Let us walk in our destiny. Let us walk in our destiny. I drive out every force of darkness, every demon and every principality that has tried to hinder you from walking in your destiny. I thank you that the eyes of your understanding to the hope and call of who you were called to be in Christ Jesus is manifesting in your life. My God, I thank you. You are bold. My God, I thank you. You are sober. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. 
I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Look, if this is your first time connecting to us, we are a community and family believers, and we welcome you here. I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. LMJ, and this is LMJ Ministries. But can I tell you, it is more... I can say that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This this ministry is more than just about one person. This ministry is about making Jesus famous. This ministry is about God getting the glory out of us. This ministry is about restoration. <laughs> this ministry is about rede redeeming the time. This ministry is about pulling you out of your broken places so you can understand who you are and whose you are for the glory of God. That is what we do here. So every morning at 5 a.m., we gather together as a community of believers to rightly divide the word of God. We are a spirit filled ministry. We do believe in the gifts. We believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. He rose, my God, with all power in his hand in heaven and earth and took back the keys of hell. And we believe that we are discipled to be discipled, to disciple others so that we can change the world for God. We believe in a kingdom, a kingdom mindset, a kingdom system, and a kingdom currency. So when you come here, we come here to do kingdom. Why? Because it's kingdom baby, my God. And everything we do, we do perfectly in love. So if this is your first time, that was your brief introduction. If you want to know more about who we are, go over to the website, LakeishaMDonsonJohnson.com. You can read my bio. You can see my ministry team. You can see our teaching team. You can learn all about us over there. So now we don't know. Welcome. Let me read Psalms 23 because God reminded me this morning. Come on. <laughs> I need my prayer to you. I need y'all to pray to these vocal cords this morning. My God, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare my vocal cords are strong, healthy, and whole. I need my team praying for me. We are learning God. God reminded me this morning that we were learning God as good shepherd. We were learning God as good shepherd. That's what we are doing. We are learning God this morning as good shepherd. We are learning to lead him. That's the season that we in. We are in. We are learning to be properly shepherd. We are in a position and a place where we do not want to be misled. We are in a position and place where we need to understand more that God than just we need to know him as father. We need to know him as provider. We need to know him as healer. But we also need to understand that it all is wrapped up in him being good shepherd, right? And so um, a couple of months ago, we started the journey of picking through Psalms 23 and how God works on this devotional, how he works on this devotional is a little bit different. We started in the scripture and then we just let him take us there. And then it all ties in, right? So I want to read Psalms 23 in the Message Bible. And then we're going over to Romans 8 and 35. So I hope you got your pen and your pencil um, and all of those things. Lord, teach us how to study your words so that we can be effective, so that we fall into a deeper relationship with you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm reading Psalms 23 out the Message Bible, right? I'm going to read Psalms 23 out the Message Bible first. And as I read Psalms 23 out the Message Bible first, then we'll go from there. It says, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word. Somebody say that this morning. True to your word. True to your word. True to your word. God is always true to his word. God is always 
always true to his word. I told you when Judah came, God is always true to his word. When I got pregnant with Judah, I took a scripture because remember when you have a miscarriage or a loss, this is any kind of loss. You can correlate this. This ain't got to be just a loss of a baby. When you have a miscarriage or you lose something of value to you, then the enemy always wants you ridden and and in fear. He wants you fearful. That's why I really was like determined. I'm determined that we are, I was determined. I'm like, I'm not letting the enemy be, make me afraid of getting pregnant again. I'm not going to let the enemy make me afraid of getting pregnant again. And so when we got pregnant again with Judah, I had to find the scripture. I had to find my truth. I had to find that God was true to his word. And so I found a scripture and as I found the scripture, I, I had a scripture that I applied to the situation because the enemy um, was trying to make me be afraid to get pregnant again. Right. But God is true to his word. God is true to his word. And so the scripture that I began to stand on was Exodus 23 and 26. Right. Um, and I began to position the scripture first in my life. So when we found out we were pregnant with Judah, I pushed myself into a mental space so that the enemy could not defeat me. And so the scripture says, no woman in your land will miscarry or be barren. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will fulfill your the number of your days. So that became my meditation. So anytime I had a pain, anytime I had a hiccup, anytime it seemed like something was strange um, when I was gaining, because I gained a whole lot of weight, I, I no, God is true to his word. Exodus 23 and 26. No woman in your land will miscarriage or be barren. It will fulfill the number of your days. And I speak that actually all, over all my children. No, none of them will miscarriage. None, none of them will leave this earth before they fulfill their destiny. None of them, none of them will shift out of position. None of them will walk away from this earth until they fulfill their destiny. There's not going to be any miscarriage. There's not going to be any barrenness. I'm not walking into miscarriage and barrenness in this season. I'm sealing it in the word. I'm, I'm standing steadfast in the word. So that was my scripture that I quoted. That was the thing, the stance that I took for Judah. No woman in your land will miscarriage or be barren. He's going to fulfill the days of his purpose. That's where I stand with my son. Whether they look in, out, cool, up or down. No, ain't, ain't no miscarriage. Ain't no barren in this land. Ain't nothing I gave birth to gonna die. Ain't nothing I gave, ain't nothing I gave birth to gonna die. Ain't, no, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. I, I, I'm just telling you, I had to assert myself. I had to position myself. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah, Steffi, ain't nothing premature. Ain't nothing in this earth. Ain't nothing I give birth to. Ain't no business I give birth to. Ain't no marriage I give birth to. Ain't no ministry I give birth to. Ain't nothing that I give birth to in this earth gonna die. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing I attach myself to gonna die. Now I'm over things dying around me. I'm over. See, I had kind of a fatalistic kind of perspective. I thought if things just happen, they just happen. No, I'm not gonna put no effort towards nothing. No, ain't nothing I give birth to gonna die. Ain't nothing I give birth to gonna die. And so that became my stance. That became my truth. So when we learn and understand God is true to his word, God is true to his word. God is true to his word. Now, now Shonda, nothing. 
nothing, 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 not my nieces, not my surrogates, not my nephews, nothing, nothing. Nobody attached to this ministry, no partner that's attached to this ministry. Nothing I give birth to going to die. Nothing you give birth to going to die because we're going to set a hedge of protection around it. My God in the spirit realm. That's it, daughter. I hear you, daddy. It says, true to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. God will always send us in the right direction if we yield to the Holy Spirit. God will always, I'm, God will always send us in the right direction. God will always send us in the right direction. He says, even when the way, the way even when the way goes through Death Valley, <laughs> even when the way goes through Death Valley, even when the way goes through Death Valley, Almisha, even when the way goes through Death Valley, Almisha, it does not matter. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, Tiffany, it does not matter. Here's what happens. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid when you walk in my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. My, my security isn't in people. My security isn't in something else. My security isn't in who rides with me, who with me. My security is not in the sheep that are around me. My security is in the shepherd because I know he's with me and I know he protects me. It says, you serve me a six course dinner. You are right, right in front of my enemies. My God, if I could, if I could put what's in me inside of you where as far as people are concerned, right? If I could put something in, if I could take up my resolve, I want to take my resolve up this morning and place my resolve in you so that you don't worry about another person for the rest of your life. If I could get you to get that resolve today so that you don't resolve, you don't worry about another person. Do not spend another inch hour, minute, time on who's not for you. He's got a whole table that he's going to prepare for you before your enemies. It don't matter who hating on you. It don't matter who's against you. It don't matter what they say. It does not matter what he thinks. I wish I could take this and put this inside of you. It doesn't matter how the devil tries to advance. The Lord already said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It does not matter. No demon, no devil in hell shall come near your dwelling. It does not matter what is presented before you. I wish I could take in what's in my heart and place it inside of you. You have wasted too much time and energy on what they say. You have wasted too much time and energy on what they think. You have wasted too much time and energy is on who's against you. If God is my God, if God is for you, if God is for you. I'm going to say this one more time. If God is for you, who can be against you? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't you spend enough. I don't care if it was your mama that hated on you. I don't care what they did to your past, did to you in the past. I decree and declare today you're getting a mental image that there is nothing, no hater, no demon, no devil, no, no nothing, no inf, no nymph, no soothsayer, no witch, no warlock, no prison. It's nothing. There is nothing. Don't you spend another moment on what somebody else posts. Don't, don't you care about what goes on in their timeline. Don't you spend another moment on what even the government is doing. You spend your time on the word. By the eyes cell. Clear your eyes. Clear your ears. Don't give no more energy to that. It does not matter who don't like you. It does not matter who's not for you. You spend way too much time on who isn't for you when the one that's for you. 
My God, when the one that's for you, baby, when the one that's for you, when the one that's for you, you don't spend too much time on that. Spend too much time in negative energy. You're trying to manifest something. You're trying to walk into your destiny. You that's a distraction. That's been your distraction. That's, you've been spending much too much time on who's not going with you. It does not matter who's not going with you. It matters who's with you. There's nothing back there for you. There's nothing. You spend too much time playing, replaying your past in your head. Your past is your enemy. Your past, anything that hinders you, anything that lingers, anything that tries to consume your thinking that is beyond the present day is working against you. It's working against you. It's an enemy. It's working against you. You don't have time for that. You don't have time for negative energy. You don't have time for what they say. You don't have time for what they think. You don't have time for who won't purchase your service. You don't have time for absolutely any of that. Yes, Shay. Yes, forgetting those things, pressing towards the... Let me give you this real quick. And then we're getting out of here. Let me give you this real quick. My God. My God. My God. Oh my God. Let me give you this real quick. I want to give you this real quick. Why? What what why why is this so significant, right? Why is this so significant? This is Genesis, the 19th chapter and the 26th verse, right? God was coming in, and then this was the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And there's so much significance to Sodom and Gomorrah, the perverseness, um, what was happening, the fact that Lot them were there and really didn't even have any business being there. Lot could have chose anywhere else to go, but for for some reason, Sodom and Gomorrah lured him in, the city life, um, the perverseness, all that lured Lot in, right? And so when we get in it, so thus he destroyed the cities and the entire plan, including all the inhabitants of the cities and everything that grew on the ground. He had already told them, don't look back. He had, he had already told them, he already told them, don't look, there is nothing for you back there. There is no energy you need to put in it. Anytime you find your mind going to a backward place, you are going to have to seat your thoughts in heavenly places. Anytime you find your mind going back to a, a place of wish, woulda, coulda, uh, that's, that's emo, you're immobile. God doesn't think in wish, woulda, coulda, doulas. When God, when God um, compels you to learn, he'll speak to you. He'll give you scripture. He'll line it up in the word. There's nothing in your woulda, shoulda, coulda. There's nothing in your past. There's nothing in those back memories. So you cannot go back into, well, if I would have just did this differently. I heard somebody saying this. No, you cannot do it differently because it's done. You, you cannot do it differently because it's done. The, the, can I say this Holy Spirit? Yes. The looking back has been your enemy. The looking backs, the woulda, shoulda, couldas have been your enemy. It has been your enemy. That has been your enemy. That has been a force of darkness against you to get you to be in a continuous cycle of looking back. You cannot continue to look back. So he says, but Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. She looked back and became a pillar of salt. Some of you been woulda, shoulda, if I just, if I was in high, you ain't in high school no more. 
You ain't in high. It don't matter what happened in high school. He has the capacity. He has the capacity to change your life. He's already rerouted you. Romans 8 and, Romans 8 and 20. He's going to work all things for your good. He's going to work all things for your good. He's going to work all things for your good. You need to type that this morning. You need to say that this morning. You know what? He's going to work all things for my good. So, he says, you revive my drooping head. My cups brim with blessings. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. You cannot afford. So let me give you another scripture. This is Romans 8 and 35. Somebody say who? <laughs> Somebody say who? Somebody say who? Somebody say who? 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 Somebody say who? Who? As a matter of fact, if you back up to the 34th verse, it says, who is the one who condemns us? Christ Jesus is the one died to pay our penalty. Can I tell you something? If Jesus is the one that died for us, he's not going to be the one that condemns us, right? The restoration, the resurrecting power, those condemnation is over here. Conviction is different. Condemnation brings up things that you've already been re um, redeemed from, right? Conviction brings revelation to you, things that you didn't know or recognize and realize that you were caught up in. Condemnation only speaks to you again and again about things that you've already had the opportunity and chance to repent for, right? That's how condemnation is. Come in. Who condemns us? Christ Jesus is not the one who's condemning us. Christ Jesus is not the one who condemns us. It says, who is the one who condemns us? Christ Jesus is the one who died to pay our penalty. He died to pay our penalty. So if he died to pay our penalty, then he's not going to condemn us. And more than that, who was raised from the dead and who is at the right hand of our God interceding for us? Jesus Christ is interceding for you. If he is interceding for you, he is not going to be condemning you. Who the devil been lying to you? Who the devil been lying to you? If he's the one interceding, if he's the one taking up your case in the court, if he's the one before God the Father saying the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, if he is for you, then why would he turn around? He doesn't, he's not wishy-washy. He's not lukewarm. He's not, he's not like that. Once he's for you, he's for you. <laughs> He once he's for you, he's for you. So it says, this is a 30, 35th verse. It says, who shall ever separate us from the love of Christ? So you got to get a mental revelation that no matter the circumstance, will will tribulation, no matter the tribulation, right? No matter the tribulation, no matter what the tribulation is, God is still with me. You need to say that over your life. No matter the tribulation, God is with me. No matter what's going on in my life, God is with me. I may not understand everything. Yes, Shannon, your case is settled, but God is with me, right? God is with me. So tribulation, a cause of great trouble and suffering, right? We've all seen suffering. We all know suffering, but tribulation does not separate us from Jesus. Tribulation does not, it may feel like you separate from Jesus because you don't know how to take your rest. You don't know how to, Philippians, um, be anxious for nothing, everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known before God. And then he's the answer, right? He's the answer. He's going to provide the peace. He's going to give you the answer, right? That's the problem in tribulation is most of us don't know how to work the word so that the word works on our behalf. So, so it says, will tribulation, will distress, right? Let me define distress for you. These are the things that stand in our way. So when we define distress, it's like uh, when something is distressed, it's as if something has seized us. 
That's why we ain't got no time to spend no time in the past. That's why we have to be careful of fear, worry, doubt. Those things distress us. They put us in a place where we're under siege, right? When we're under siege, it means the enemy is holding us hostage, right? We're not walking in the free will in our mind. Thank you for that, Holy Spirit. Or will persecution. Now, you need to know if you're going to be a Christ follower, persecution is going to come. Persecution is going to come. Somebody is going to persecute you. Somebody going to talk about you, right? Somebody going to be hostile towards you. Somebody going to treat you ill. Um, um, somebody's going to persecute you for believing in Christ Jesus. That's why I don't argue with absolutely no one. I used to. I used to. In my immaturity, in my infantile phases, I would argue with people. I'm not getting ready to argue with you about what I believe. I don't, I'm not going to argue with you about what I know is true in my heart. I'm not getting ready to argue with you. I don't have to argue with you about Jesus. I don't have to argue with you about Jesus. I don't have to argue with you about my faith. I'm not going to argue with you about what I know to be true for me. Now, if you don't believe it, that's you. Then I'm going to get in the gap and intercede for you. But I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue with you. Persecution is going to come, right? But it's up to me to determine what I do next after the persecution. I'm not getting ready to argue with you. I'm going to continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, distress and persecution or famine. We know there have been famine. There have been times where we lack. There's been times where we've been without, right? Or nakedness or danger. Come on. Or the sword, right? All of these things will come against us, right? But just as it is written forever, Somebody say it is written forever. You need to know that in this we are more than conquerors and nothing can separate us from the love of God. That's it. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. There is no there is no tribulation. There is no thing. You got to know. That's why you got to know what the word says. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. So if we're going to learn him as good shepherd, come on now. If we're going to learn him as good shepherd, then we have to know, right, that nothing is going to separate us from the love of God. <laughs> oh, I like, I love you. I love you. Nothing is going to separate us. And it's written forever. That's what the scripture says. Just as it is written forever and remains written. For your sake, we are put to death all day long. We are regarded as sheep for the slaughter. That's what he says. But um, nothing else. So Matthew 18 and 12 says to you, um, what do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Will he not leave the 91 on the hills and go out to search for the one that he lost? Right? There's nothing that happens that he's not looking for you, that he doesn't desire to connect to you. So even when trials come, even when tribulation come, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword, even when you've gotten off the path, there's still nothing that separates you from the love of God. Because he's the good shepherd. Because it is his job to protect, to provide, to do all that. You got to get a mental image of this. That there's nothing that can separate me from the love of God. You got to get a mental, you got to get that in your head. Especially when the voices have spoke against that for so long. You got to get that in your head. Especially when the voices have spoke against that for so long. I got to get a mental image in my head that no matter, no matter what, no matter what it is, no matter what happens, nothing separates me from the love of God. Nothing separates, nothing separates me from the love of God. So then when I'm in a place where I'm feeling lonely or casted out or outside of God's perfect will or when I feel lonely or lost, 
I have to press more into the word of God so that I can get divine revelation because it's the only it's only the enemy that's trying to confuse me to make me think that God has left me and forsake me when God has already told told me I'll never leave you or forsake you. When God has already told me I will never leave you or forsake you. I will never leave you. I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. God has already said that. So then if I am in a situation or a season, because life happens in cycles and seasons, if I am in a cycle or a season, then what happens for me is I find myself in a position or a place where I need to recognize that nothing separates me from the love of God. That's it. I love y'all so much. I love y'all so, so much. My God, I love y'all. I am pleading your case. I am praying for you. I am interceding. Yeah, Malisha, that's the revelation. We got to ask for this. Holy Spirit, give me revelation that nothing separates me from the love of God so that I can learn um, God is good shepherd, right? So I can learn how to have a more healthy relationship with God because, so that I can fall in love with God like never before. So that I can love God like I love my parents because Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate. Nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. Christ already paid the penalty penalty for what He believed in. That's it. That's it. So, one, two things. Go, go to the website. If the Lord puts it on your heart to so go sow, go plant, go tie, go do whatever you want. We five hundred one C three ministry. Go over to the website. LakeishaMJohnson.com and give there. You can give there. Um, you can click there. You can PayPal. You can credit card. Whatever the Lord says to you this morning, just go do it. Um, you can cash out for us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. Just obey the word of the Lord. This is a season. Can I say that? No, not yet. Okay, thank you, Lord. I won't say that. Just go obey oh, the Lord. My second thing to you is if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, if you've not accepted him as Lord and Savior, that is how you come into the revelation of who he is. That is how you come into the revelation of nothing can separate you from the love of God. So first, so, so that you can be separated, you got to accept Jesus. And it's so simple. If you'll just simply say these things after me, right? If Thank you for that, Crystal. If you'll simply say this after me, dear Jesus, I know I have sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come to my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. It's that simple. Once you make that prayer, you are into the body of believers. My God. And the Holy Spirit will do the rest. And then I would love to disciple you. Please send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And we'll send you a Bible and some materials. I love you. Can I just say this for a second? Can I just bless y'all for a second? I love y'all. Like, I love y'all so for real. Like, I carry each and every one of you in my heart. I'm praying for you. If you feel like ain't nobody on this earth for you, LMJ is for you. She is calling you out by name. Um, she is praying for you. I love you so much. I believe in you. I believe in your purpose. I believe in your future. I don't care about your past. I don't care what you did. I don't care who you were. I don't care about your former self. You've put off the former self when you accepted Jesus. Christ as Lord and Savior. I care about who you are now and I am here for your spiritual development so that you can walk into the fullness of who God says you are. I love you so, so much. I'm committed to meeting you here Monday through Friday.
5 a.m. so that we can work this thing out together and become all we need to become. If you've not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go subscribe to the Daily Devotionals. We'll be back here in the morning at 5 a.m. My God. My gosh, I feel the fire in my hands. Shayoroko, mayarashe, huu keyarashe, ayarashe eta, keyoroshe eta, huu sheyoroshe eta ha. The healer is here. The healer is here. The healer is here. Father God, we thank you for your healing power that you would disrupt our day, that you would disrupt this moment, Father God. Whatever you stand in need of, whatever we stand in need of, I thank you. I thank you for your healing power. I thank you for a fresh anointing. I thank you that your will be done. Your kingdom comes. That in every area of our lives, I thank you. You're burning up the chaff. I thank you, Father God. You're all consuming fire. My God is burning up back pain right now in the name of Jesus. If that is you and you've been having problems is in the lower back. My God, and problems in your feet, let me pray for you. I drive out every affliction, all manner of sickness and disease. I command every fiber, tissue, and cell in your body. My God, I drive out this lower back pain right now in Jesus' name. Your discus, my God, whatever it is that's out of shape, out of alignment, your spinal cord, we decree and declare, Father God, right now in Jesus' name that you are healed. My God, by his stripes, you are healed. He was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities. My God, validate it today, Lord. Validate what I'm saying today. I thank you, Father God, that you are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. My God, in the name of Jesus. My God, in the name of Jesus. My God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, I love y'all. I love you so much, but more than anything, God loves you. Multiplication. Can I declare that, Lord? Yes. <laughs> Multiplication, increase, and peace over your life today like never before. I just decree and declare you experience the weight of God, the weight of his glory in Jesus' name. My God, my God, in the name of Jesus. My God, in the name of Jesus. My God, is here. whatever that is in your back and feet, be gone now. My God, that's it. The Lord told me that's it. I love y'all. So I'll see y'all back here in the morning. Love. Share the devotional peace and blessings in Jesus' name. My God, I thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.